Super Talk Mississippi media production. I wanted to talk quarterbacks today, so I got one on the air here with me. We got Aaron Murray, ESPN, Sirius XM, and of course the Snaps podcast daily uh, on YouTube. He does that with his, our friend T-Bob Bear, which must be a chore in and of itself. But let's start with some some quarterbacks, Aaron. I think this is a great year in college football for quarterbacks. You've got some really top-tier guys in that elite tier where I would put Caleb Williams, Drake May, Quinn Ewers, Jordan Travis, Michael Penix. You tell me if I'm missing anybody, but but who do you like the most? I, it's hard not to like Caleb. I mean, Caleb is he's everything you want from a quarterback perspective. I mean, he is – I know everyone hates comparisons, but, I mean, you have to compare. I mean, it's the only way we can kind of – project and 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 you know see what this guy could possibly be at the next level but Caleb is Patrick Mahomes there's no doubt about it his creativity his ability for for creating th- plays when when things completely break down and you think the quarterback is dead in the pocket arm angles uh maneuverability all that I mean he checks off every box I mean he is Patrick Mahomes but now at the college level and and obviously you saw Patrick when he went to Kansas City you know backed up Alex Smith for a year was with Andy Reid, refined his toolbox, and then was able to come out there his second year in the NFL, and then the rest is history, best quarterback in the NFL right now. Caleb is refined right now to this day. He is ready to go. I mean, he had been the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft last year. Like just That's just how good he is, and that's the type of player plays, essentially, that, that NFL scouts want to see you make at that next level. So uh, he has to be one. I think there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to go out there this year with the offense, uh, the weapons, the uh, the coaching staff that is that is there with Lincoln Riley, obviously they they brought some some more minds in there as well. And I think with an even improved defense from last year, you know he's going to set himself up to 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 not only be back in New York for for a Heisman, but you know definitely be that number one pick in the NFL draft next year. Who's the next guy for you? I I think Drake. I would say Drake. I, th- I think Drake. He reminds me. I once again, I, 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 you know, people get mad at me with the comparison games, but when you look at his fundamentals, and and you know how he moves in the pocket, his quick delivery reminds me a lot of of Aaron Rodgers. You know, decently athletic, but he takes care of the football. Great arm strength, but for me, it's just his 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 ability to create power from the ground up, and that's something that you know I'm watching golf yesterday, watching the U.S. Open. Anytime you watch golf, they, it's always what they talk about. Like, how can you generate power? Well, it starts with your feet. You know, that's that's the misconception when it comes to quarterback plays. Like, you think these guys, it's all like, oh, arm strength, arm strength. Arm. The arm does play a factor, and you do want to strengthen your shoulder and, and, and the ligaments and muscles around the shoulder to keep everything nice and sturdy. But really, it's all about the ground force. How fast can I get my feet in the ground to start the process of – shooting that energy from my feet to my knees, to my hips, to my core, which then throws it up to the shoulder. And essentially the arm is just there as a catapult guiding the football to wherever you want it to go. His ability to get his feet in the ground now generating power. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of what you see when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. So I throw Drake at three for, for that, or excuse me, at two um, as kind of that next guy has got great size and um, he's a heck of a player. So I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Then you come to the SEC, and I feel like there's not an elite quarterback in the league this year. There's a good group of proven guys, and then you've got some guys who are unproven but that you think could take a big leap. I think Joe Milton would probably be number yeah. one in that tier. 
Who's the unproven quarterback in the SEC you see having a really big season? Is it Milton or is there another guy you like? Uh, I mean, I think Milton's due for a huge year. I had I had Tennessee a couple times last year and, you know, talking with the coaching staff and, and even talking with Head and Hooker, man, they could not just stop raving about his ability, his maturity, that, that you know, how much he had grown by, you know, kind of sitting behind Head and Hooker and kind of waiting his term and, you know... It, you know, the coaching staff said, like, listen, when we got to Tennessee and we had both these guys, there was no doubt in my mind or in our mind that Hennon Hooker or excuse me, that Joe Milton was the most talented guy in this room. And that's why he got the start. We all remember the Pittsburgh game where he overthrew like three or four guys there in the first yeah. half. I mean, Tennessee should have won that game. And then, you know, Hennon comes in there and is, is accurate. Great leader, checks off a lot of boxes. Obviously, you know, now is going to you know, work his way towards towards a job in the NFL. But when it comes to just talent, athleticism, he is he's Anthony Richardson, man. He may not be as fast as, as Anthony is. When you want to come to just talk about freaky arm strength, freaky, like, you know, being able to do back backflips and dunks and all that other stuff. Like he is like he's the closest to Anthony that that is going to be in next year's draft. And we obviously saw you know, Anthony, without a lot of production last year at Florida, gets drafted with the number four pick in the NFL draft. I think you're going to see more production because he's, you know, he, he's he's been there longer. He's a little bit older. He's in an offense that I would say is a little bit more quarterback friendly, which, you know, could hurt him when it comes to projections for, for the next level. But scouts are going to be drooling over him. Um, seeing what he did last year versus Clemson in the bowl game down there in Miami, uh, it's 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 unbelievable. So, I think you're going to see a massive jump from him. I think he's going to have a hell of a season. And and I guess I'll be a little bit biased here, but I think a guy that's going to have a breakout season is going to be Carson Beck at Georgia. You know, Carson is someone that I followed, obviously being, you know, a Georgia guy myself, I have followed really closely over the past three years and I've just been in love with his toolbox. Great size, great arm, great footwork. He's more athletic than what people are anticipating. He's not, he's not going to be Stetson. He's not going to pull off a 20, 30-yard run. But he's he throws well on the run. Like I said, can get down outside the pocket and bide some time. He's he he he's every single box from when it comes to being an NFL quarterback, he checks off. And you see the weapons that have been brought in this offseason. You see what's returning from last year from you know Arian Smith and, and McConkey, then obviously Brock Bowers. You bring in two top you know, two top guys in the SEC from Mississippi State and and, and, and Missouri in there as well. And now you got Bobo who wants to air it out. I think Bobo kind of has a chip on his shoulder as a coordinator of wanting to prove everyone why he was selected to be, you know, the next guy up after after Munkin left for the NFL. So I think they're going to be an offense that wants to be explosive, that wants to push the ball down the field, use those weapons. I think Carson's going to have a hell of a season. I mean, I I've already put some money on him to win the Heisman because you talk about a guy that's going to be on the best team in America, be in the playoffs and put up crazy numbers most likely has going to have a shot to, to be in that conversation at the end of the day. So I think both those guys project extremely well at the next level and two guys I'm going to keep my eyes on for this entire season. You sort of went into my, my next question there, which was going to be about Georgia. And, you know, you went through a stretch with Alabama where they, you know, they had Blake Sims and Jake Coker, good quarterbacks, but but not elite guys. But they were still number one in the nation for most of the season in, in those guys' years. And Coker obviously won a national title. Is Georgia at that point now where, it, you know, we like Beck and we think he's going to be a great player, but honestly we haven't seen him, you know, play a whole lot of games. Is Georgia at that point where it's like it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, they're, they're too talented around him to fail? 
No, because, I mean, look at Alabama right now. I mean, my big hesitation when I talked about the Crimson Tide heading into the season is, I mean, they're, they're more talented. You know, for those who haven't seen, they, they came up with that whole blue chip ratio the other day, and Alabama was like at 90% um, or like high 80s after the whole transfer portal went down, which is still number one in the country. So they have more blue chip players than anyone else. I mean, that's more four mm-hmm. and five star players than Ohio State, who was second, and then Georgia was like, I think, high 70s. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 significantly higher. But I, I have Alabama as a two-loss team this year. Because of the quarterback spot, like it's still a game today where offense wins. And and you could call me crazy and say, well, look at Georgia. They've had the best defense in the country past few years. And that's been the team that's won the natty. Georgia benefited. I saw my dad this weekend about it. And and Georgia benefited two years ago. I'm not saying they would have lost the game, but they benefited as, as soon as Alabama's top receivers got hurt. And obviously this past year in, 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 the, in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta benefited greatly when Ohio State lost their top receiver in the third quarter. So like, what had to win it for him? Well, Stetson Bennett in the offense had to win it for him in that game. Um, versus Alabama and the Natty, they had to go out there and ball out offensively. Defense obviously had a better game, but like I said, they lost a little bit because of you know Alabama's you know struggling when, when it comes to health at the receiving position. All that to be said, offense in today's game it's still where I would put my money to win a championship. You have to score points. If you're going to want to win a national championship, most likely at the end of the day in the playoffs and in the natty, you're going to have to score high 30s, low 40s to win more, more, more times than not. So when I look at Alabama, they got they're going to have one of the most talented defenses. They got so much, so many, there's so much star power on that side. You know, they got some good weapons. They were young at receiver last year. You know, running backs a little bit unproven, but they'll be good there. Offensive line will be good, but I don't trust the quarterback. And then to me, that's what is holding Alabama from being, in my mind, in the conversation for winning a national championship. Yeah, they might make it to Atlanta. I still like LSU a little bit more, but I don't think they win a natty because of the quarterback spot. George, on the other hand, while Carson may be a little bit unproven, he's been there for three years. He's played a significant amount of games as a you know backup duty for the past two years. He's gotten his feet wet. And they got the talent around him on both sides of the football. So, no, I, I think if you would take Carson away, and I think Brock could handle it too. I, I like Brock. I think Brock could be just fine, but it's just, you know, he's a little bit uh, you know more unproven than Carson is. And then all of a sudden, I think there is a question of, of could Georgia three-peat this year? Let's talk a little Mississippi State here. Will Rogers, obviously, on track as as we speak to break your record of the as the all time leading passer in SEC history, but a big change for him in the offense this fall. What are you expecting to see from Will Rogers in twenty twenty three? Well, I hope he has a great year, throws thirty touchdowns, and goes to the NFL, and leaves my records the hell alone. That 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 that's my goal for for Will Rogers. I don't want him staying two more years. Uh, anyways, if he, if he does stay two more years, you need to put an asterisk by it. Cause you know, he would have five years to break my record and said what you're supposed to have it for not, not getting, I'm not upset at here at all. I'm not upset at all. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, I, I, I love Will Rogers, man. I've, I've talked to him a bunch and he's a great kid, great leader. I know he's excited about this new offense to, to demonstrate what he can do in this system to, you know, help project him for the next level. You know, it's similar to like Sam Hartman. You know, I had Sam Hartman's last game at at Wake Forest. And we all, you know, for those who watch college football, I know maybe a lot of people don't watch Wake Forest, but they run a very unique offense. It's not the air raid offense, but it's right. the, you know, slow mesh RPO offense. Well, 
it, he's another guy that obviously wants to project for the next level, wants to to show scouts that he can run more of a pro style offense. You know, he transfers to Notre Dame this year to you know run the offense and obviously have more of a legitimate chance to win a championship compared to being at Wake Forest. So, you know, this is this is going to be a great opportunity for Will to show his footwork in the pocket, to show what he looks like under center, and it takes some pressure off him too, man. Like. Yeah, it, it may sound cool, like, hey, you're going to throw the ball 60, 70 times a game, and you know we're going to throw the ball from the one-yard line. But you know sometimes it's just nice to just turn around and hand the ball off, you know, force defenses to get out of all that drop eight that they faced. I mean, that's exhausting, honestly. Like, as a quarterback, to have to always go against a, a defense that's dropping eight guys in coverage, to you know have to just always be so patient as a quarterback, which has been so impressive for me watching him, of just his patience, getting through his reads, his maturity. You saw it from the first time he took a snap a few years ago of like, man, this guy knows the offense and he's 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 willing to take the three yards in a cloud of dust by just checking the ball down. Well, now you take that off his plate. You hand the ball off more. You establish the run game. You get a little bit more physicality at the line of scrimmage. And then you're going to get, for him, an opportunity to push the ball vertically down the field a lot more because all of a sudden defenses aren't just going to drop eight. They're not just going to play two safeties deep. They're going to be a little bit more one high safety. You're going to get some one-on-one chances on the outside. So I think for him, that's going to be a lot more refreshing, a lot more you know energy to, to know that you're going to have a, a little bit more of an impact pushing the ball down the field, which has been you know, everyone's big, big criticism of him of, hey, does he have the arm straight to throw the ball down the field? And when I watch him, he's not Joe Milton. He's not, you know, Caleb. He's not Drake May. But there's no doubt in my mind that that, that Will can make every single throw you want because his footwork is so good. His timing is so good that he gets the ball out, you know, just a little bit earlier. Mississippi State brings back a ton of production from last year's team, which won nine games and they were ranked in the top 20 to finish the year. And yet, Obviously, you know, you see the predictions for them this year, and they're almost to a person, either sixth or seventh in the West. We talked about unproven quarterbacks a second ago. This is about an unproven coach and Zach Arnett. When you look at this Mississippi State team, do you think, hey, this is a team that perennially overachieves? They usually outdo those media day predictions. Do you see this as another year for that, or are you not high on Mississippi State this year? Well, I, I think there's a lot of questions in the West this year. So, you know, I, I think. You know, Arkansas is breaking in, you know, a new offense, and we'll see how how KJ Jefferson does that. You know, I had I had an opportunity to cover their spring game. They have a bunch of new faces on the offensive side of the football, a bunch of new receivers. Obviously, that defense was horrendous last year, and they're changing, you know, from that 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 three down to a four down two. So, you know, I think Arkansas is, is is a good team, and I love KJ. So I think they could they could battle there, but like I said, they're they're breaking in a new offensive defense too. So you know we'll see how long that takes. Obviously Auburn is a you know brand new offense. You know I don't love either of their quarterbacks. I think that's that's going to be an off you know issue. A and M has a ton of talent, but they haven't kind of proven that they're they're, they're you know a consistent team. Um, Ole Miss I think will be good. I like Jackson Dart a lot. I think he's actually he he will end up being. The starting quarterback when it's all said and done. And then you got yeah. Jukins at running back. So, you know, I like Ole Miss, but their defense is, you know, breaking a new coordinator as well. So they're, they they got to get better on that side. You know, we, you know, LSU and Alabama, you know, we'll leave them out of the discussion because you know they are more talented than everyone else. I think LSU is is loaded with starters. They're a little bit concerned with the depth. They're, they're still trying to work that out and build that depth in year two with Brian Kelly. But when it comes for starter for starter, I think they're the better team than than Alabama. So. When you look at that next tier, so it's like I said, it's LSU, Alabama, tier one in the West. Then after that, to me, it's a kind of a jumble. AM should be the third team. 
based on you know kind of the, the the blue chips that they have in their roster. But like I said, man, they went five and seven last year with that roster. So I don't know if I trust Jimbo in that football team. So I think Mississippi State's right in the thick of it. Honestly, you return a starting quarterback, you return a productive defense. You know, at least you're not worrying about changing that side of the football up. Um, you know, the identity of the offense is going to obviously, like we talked about, it's going to change from, you know, to, to be a little bit more physical. So, so we'll see how those guys handle it. But I, they're good enough to beat Ole Miss. They're good enough to beat Arkansas. They're good enough to beat Auburn. And, you know, they're not as talented as AM, but like I said, we'll see what that, that that looks like at the end of the day. So, you know, I see them battling for that 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 three, four spot when it comes to the SEC West this year. We'll see what happens. Could be should be a, I'm always excited about to talk college football. So even when it's early on a Monday morning, I I I can get fired up for it. Aaron Murray, uh ESPN, CBS, I'm sorry, uh, Sirius XM. And don't forget, check out the Snaps podcast if you have not done that already. If you love college football and you just want to talk about college football. That's a great podcast for you to check out with him and T-Bob Aber. Aaron, appreciate your time, man. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.